This is the Doctor Who Podcast, and you are most welcome. Welcome back to the Doctor Who podcast, and this is DWP episode 332. I am Phil, and joining me this evening is James. Hello, James. Good evening, Phil. Hello, everyone. Yes, hello indeed. Hello indeed. So we have literally just finished watching Doctor Who Flux Chapter 6, The Vanquishers. So this is our uh, our initial thoughts on what we just witnessed this evening. Um I'm not sure how this is going to go, James. So I'll I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you kick <laughs> off. What what as a finale? How did you think this uh, ended? This little uh, this little story arc. Well, I guess the purpose of a finale is to bring things to an end. There's no more Doctor Who now, or brand new Doctor Who on our tellies for the rest of the year, and going by that definition of a finale, I would say it served its purpose. <laughs> That is damning I, with faint praise, James. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what I made of it, Phil. I don't. I really don't. I, I sat there watching it, and uh, I had the subtitles on again mm. because early, early on it became apparent I was going to need to hear every piece of dialogue. Um, but that didn't really help very much. I, I just watched stuff happening on my screen. Yeah. I, I said, listeners, to Phil just before we got started. I had a feeling this might be a relatively brief. Uh, review because I, I don't really have a great deal to say uh, I mean I made a few points and we'll talk about some bits and pieces I'm sure okay. but in, in, in terms maybe I'll figure out during that conversation with you Phil how again I, I feel but my initial impressions are underwhelmed confused rather pleased it's come to an end uh, and I don't really really have any idea whether any of the interesting stories that kicked off during the first five episodes of flux have been addressed or answered and if they have then i would say it, it he's done it again he's it, it's fallen flat the landing has not been stuck um but <laughs> what, what what about you um, yeah when, when it when it finished i'm gonna sort of skip to the end of when i watched it yeah um i i sort of <laughs> okay. my, my wife was watching it with me joe and the son scott obviously was watching it as well and um joe said to to Scott, well, what, what, what do you think of that? He said, oh, I thought it was brilliant. And then Joe looked at me and said, what, said, what, what did you think? I, and I just went, I just kind of thought, is that it? Yeah. And and Joe said, yeah, I thought exactly the same as well, because Joe's stuck through this for the last six weeks. If, you know, for a non-Doctor Who fan, I thought, okay, it, it's it's ticked a box in that regard, because it's it's got a non-Doctor Who fan watching the show again. But it, it didn't do anything. It was just sort of things happened uh, for no apparent yeah. no apparent reason I can say and admittedly it's my gut reaction to having just watched it and maybe my opinion might change on a second viewing but right now pff, no I, I, it's, it's still is that it mm, yeah well maybe maybe we are 
quite close in opinion on this one then because I, I feel the same. I it, It's quite possible that I might have missed something. And um, I mean, you've mentioned in the past when we've spoken this series how you've picked up more on, on rewatching. Mm. Um, you know, and that's true for me as well. Last night I watched episode five again, uh, which I enjoyed far more on second viewing. Um, mm. and, and I picked up a whole load of extra little things that actually were not addressed in this episode. <laughs> but I, I it enhanced my viewing experience on on the second viewing just just something like um you know the waiter on the ship uh, had a little snake tattoo mm. uh, the guy who attacked jericho um and again that was dwelt on um when you saw craig parkinson or the, the grand serpent at the end of the episode and i'm thinking oh all right so clearly he's infiltrated you know various yeah, different groups yeah. or human groups and has done so throughout his you know 50 year infiltration of unit and so on and, and nothing absolutely nothing there was no interesting answer uh, to the grand serpent apart from some rather nice pajamas yes indeed very um, nice very swish <laughs> indeed um, but it is he seems to be a symbiotic um, or i forget what or, or bi- duo bioform or something so basically two Mm. sides or two two different entities within the same creation or monster but that is it that is the resolution apart from leaving him on a rock uh, which allegedly has some kind of atmosphere he can breathe in the middle of space (laughs) that's typical really of all of the questions that i was at least vaguely interested in finding out the answers yeah i I was kind of hoping for some sort of uh answers to and again this may come apparent to me when I rewatch it but right now I'm just sort of thinking well the, the ravagers azure and and swarm um what yeah. was their purpose other than revenge what were they were they a, a physical representation or manifestation of space now apparently time has a physical manifestation as well that's uh obviously it could take any form it likes um how why what where uh, I mm. yeah well, those are the things that I think are at least suggested. We will find out about at some point. Um, and so, you know, you've got more questions that are to be yes. answered or Yes, resolved. indeed. Um, um, also, also the thing with the, the, the fob watch, you know, the doctor sort of travels inside the fob watch to see the, the mystery house is what we suspected. That was going to house all the doctor's previous incarnations, which was then just used to taunt the doctor. Again, no answers on that. Um, that was weird. Yeah, again. that was really weird because again, whenever we've seen a pocket watch in the past, or where that, that to contain time lord consciousness or memories, it, it hasn't taken you physically to a place mm, where no. you then go and you know learn about things that you've hidden. I mean, you, you just find out about it on every single occasion. Three or four times it's happened now over the last ten, fifteen yeah. years, and and that that wasn't the case. You, you and it seems purely for a, a, a visual image that they wanted to convey this this house yeah you know so they've changed something fairly significant there and actually it didn't make any real difference anyway we don't know what the house is um like you say (laughs) it's clearly linked to swarm and azure who could obviously follow her into these memories Mm. uh, so that they could introduce and commentate on what was going on and and like you say, their sole motivation motivation seems to be revenge for something that not only does the doctor have no idea about, neither does the viewer. No, no. So you know, I mean, at no point did the doctor ever say, "I have no idea what's going on. I don't know why you have it in for me. Why do you want revenge? I don't know anything." And now you're toying with the idea of trying to 
convey or tell me what I'm missing, but actually you're not going to do that anyway. And at no point did it become clear mm. that the Doctor had any recollect of her previously wiped memories. It, it, it was just a... It was just a. It was just a thing that was there. I know, um, <laughs> and and also we now find out that the 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 blue swarm that was whipping around back in once upon time, yes, mm. it, it was time itself. But yeah. why was it doing it? Again, I've got so many questions. The only thing I kind of did like was the fact that the at the end, the Doctor had no real interest in knowing about any of her a, a sort of past lives. Um, trapped in the in the fog, she dropped it into the deep. Oh, well, I think she does. She does. I think she does. She just, yeah. um, dropped in the deepest. But that was a, at that moment. I thought, great. This it should be. The do- she doesn't need to know. We don't need to know. Really. It, it, no, but that was so obvious. Though, oh, Phil, God, wasn't it? Yeah. There was there, there was no way. I mean, I think Drew called it last yeah. week, but I, it was something that I absolutely was one hundred percent certain of. That we were never going to get even a hint of what happened prior to her mind wipe. There, it's just like you say. Not appealing for the viewer to know about her origins anyway, nope. and um, you know it's it, it's just there was never enough time. No, there wasn't. <laughs> Ironically, in a however, show about rather time. than closing that particular book, he then gives himself a reason to open that book again by just giving the dots that line to the TARDIS. Well, only if I ask for it. Yeah, which obviously is meant to make you think. Ah, oh. yeah, but yeah, you know, and, and conversely. Time allegedly has just told her that she's going to die again. So are we are we, are we heading for? A, um, I don't care if this is a spoiler. So it's been out for a long time now. Are we heading for a kind of James Bond resolution here? Maybe, maybe we are. You know, it's it's. Um, I I heard on some podcast. I can't remember where. It was a crazy theory at the time. But uh, Chibnall had been brought in to kill off Doctor Who. Um, again, I forget where I heard it, but. You know, and I just thought at the time that just doesn't make any sense on on any level. No, but he may well have been brought in to reset it, and perhaps he thinks the Doctor's death is the way to do it. I find that difficult to believe as well. Yeah, considering know? we know the show is going to continue next year. Well, it is weird, but we know James Bond is going to be back, exactly. So. Um, well, unless James Bond can time travel, I've got no idea. But you can't, you know. <laughs> This is Doctor Who. I mean, all sorts of crazy things can happen in the world of Doctor Who, depending on what the writer can pull out of their hat at that particular time. I've got no idea. But, um, yeah, but I thought, oh, again, the Doctor's been told it's like a prophecy kind of thing. We've had that already with David Tennant. You're going to die. Uh, you know, yeah, it, no, I didn't want any more, like, you know, portentous crazy. No, yeah, and this is know, what... Beware the lone Cyberman. You yeah, are we've had that alone, before, haven't we? You know. Yeah. He will knock four times. I mean, how many more can we come up with? It, the whole thing just kind of felt a bit jumbled um, and, and certainly not helped by having three Doctors exist concurrently in various different places I, I i didn't quite get and again i'm sure it's in a dialogue i'm sure it's there but i didn't quite get why that happens um well, and and was it something to do with at the exact moment she took off the quantum lock thing to send oh, her back to the, the plate or the something. plate yeah the swarm put his hand on on the doctor and for some reason best known to chris chibnall uh that split the doctor into three different pieces across time which was complicated anyway and uh, and then on on top of that i I don't think the comedy that came out of that was particularly funny i must say oh the the chocolate eating sontara and it was raiding corner shops 
Well, that wasn't exactly <laughs> what I was referring to, but yes, you're right. That was very strange. So Sontaran's, I mean, you keep on having these bizarre, you know, comedic uh, asides. You know, last week it was this hermit, which I know you liked, liked. but I didn't. Yeah. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> um, but it's it's so out of place. And all of a sudden, Sontaran's, uh, you know, they've got a plan to take over every corner shop for some reason. Again, still didn't. Get no, the rationale for that, no. but sure, it's in the script somewhere. But it, it the whole thing was d- confusing for me. Let's have a talk about the uh, uh, the Grand Serpents. You know, he's, he's clearly been thinking about this for a very, very long period of time, and the Sontarans clearly had come up with this fantastic strategy to bring some extremely gullible Cybermen and Daleks into the fray. And it's, yes. It's, and the story yes. aside, the whole thing felt as though it was trying to be Star Wars. Um, there, there was there was a few scenes in spaceships and uh, th- that actually reminded me of The Empire Strikes Back, particularly some of those rooms in um, Bespin. You know, with oh, yeah. Solo with yeah. The, uh, well, probably quite deliberate, I guess. Well, I, I, I think the, the, the other thing that I sort of, I, I sort of picked up on, you, you, you have... Kate Stewart, defender of of the Earth, kind of thing, which is fine. Um, but obviously, because of the, the 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 COVID restrictions on limiting the amount of actors you can have on set or just use full stop on the production, it never felt grand enough that she was actually in charge of this planet wide network of resistance against. Oh, the is Sons. that what it was supposed to be? I think so. Yeah, because um, she's talked about having you know operatives inside the Sontaran ships and, and, and so on and so on. But you never got that sense of scale with it at all. It, it felt very, very low rent, unfortunately. You know, um, I suppose time will tell. It always does. And these stories do come out uh, at some point. But, you know, you don't know how much of this is just because the story is not very good. No. Or if it is actually suffering from... The conditions in which it was produced. I think I th- I do think that had an impact on it because I think we we said before that this certainly seems this was intended to be a, a longer story arc than it is. There was a hell of a lot to squeeze yeah. into six episodes, and and now maybe sort of watching it in its entirety, it will maybe it will make a bit more sense. I don't know, but I've I've heard so many people say that, Phil. I I don't I don't buy no, it. No, I th- I think thinking back on it right now, it seems very very disjointed and some of the episodes now, but I mean I enjoyed the Sontaran episode. Uh, was it episode 2 now where the Sontarans. I enjoyed but now it just seems like filler. It didn't really progress anything, did it really? It establishes Sontarans as the vanquishers, I suppose, in 21st century Earth, you know. And uh, yeah. but you, I think you'd always pick up stuff on multiple rewatches, you know. I think so, yeah. But to me now, right at this very moment, I think it probably expose its flaws more to me if I was to watch this all in one go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I the whole thing feels very dissatisfying. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. There wasn't a single part of this particular episode, either a sequence or um, a gag or anything that I thought, do you know what, I like that. And that's true, Doctor Who. Uh, the reconciliation, if you like, between 
uh, the Doctor and Kate Stewart was so low key, mm. uh, you, you'd miss it if you blinked. Um, and th- there was no emotion in that, you know, there was no kind of warmth there. No. This entire script keeps leading up to big reveals that it then just disposes of instantly in, in, and doesn't reconcile. You know, Swarm and Azura, major letdown, no no answer. No. Tacteurn, huge reveal, dead inside of 10 minutes. No one even mentions her in this episode. No. It's it that it just it just just didn't do it for no. Me, I mean, that, I mean, does I'm that afraid. now mean division is finished? I would say not really. Well, who is division then? Now? Well, it seems to be everything and everyone, um, according <sighs> to what Texayun said last week. So this could go on for ever long as long as Christian Chibber wants it there. to. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think we're going to end up getting a few other bits and pieces in the next two episodes. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's only because of the original format of this series. It was going to be eight, then it was six plus two, and then an additional one episode. Yeah. So I think we've we've got other bits and pieces to to find out about um, on Christmas. Uh, sorry, on New Year's, New Year's Day, which uh, there, once again, is at is going to be Daleks of some kind. Yeah, I must admit, I did roll my eyes when I, three years running now. Oh. The, the Daleks have been the the main. Well, we're assuming they're going to be the main antagonists in this. They might one. not, they might be, not be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm 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 back pretty much to where I was uh, before Flux had, had aired its first chapter. Mm. You know, it was uh, it's it's the biggest thing that I've enjoyed out of this six week run is speaking to camper van uh, friends <laughs> much more frequently, you know, than I would ordinarily, and just catching up with you and the others. I mean, and whilst that's absolutely not a negative, it isn't the main reason why you watch a show, is it? It's you know, not. <laughs> no, you're supposed to watch it and enjoy it. And I'm not saying I haven't enjoyed the last six weeks of of, of watching Doctor Who Flux. I think it's just the we've reached the end, and I think it would everyone's. Everyone's anticipation was so keyed up, and then we've all been let down. I personally feel let, let down. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, does 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 the phrase anticlimax uh, mm. come again? I mean, it, I say that a lot about Chibnall's stuff, and it does feel very anticlimactic. It does. I, uh, I I feel disappointed that I'm 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 going on and on and on. I'm, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else really. Uh, it... Oh well, I th- I think now the internet's probably going to be awash with the the shipping of Yaz and the Doctor because I so thought at the end. Yeah, it's pretty full on, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, I, I mean, I, I know people have been thinking about this in their minds or certain parts of fandom have done for ages but they are definitely playing up to it on screen yeah and either they're going to go there or they're not and i i you're right i really thought today oh this is going to happen yeah i did and i'm i, I must admit i'm a bit of a curmudgeon on this I'm, I'm very old school the doctors should be asexual really i know i'm probably i know i'm going against the grain here i really am um but i i i I, I know what you mean. I mean, I mean, going back and looking at the classic series, yeah, I, I completely understand. But I think it's been done far better, um, you know, in, in modern times. I mean, we're never going to get away from some kind of relationship element, Phil. Certainly not in today's... Oh, no, um, no. It's it's just accepted now. Yeah. yeah. But it's been done. It's been done with David Tennant's Doctor and Billy Piper's Rose, you know, that, and it was done really well. You know, I yeah. almost... almost well, I did. I think I did shed a tear at Doctor Who because of that at the end of Doomsday, 
Whereas uh, this one round, I, you know, it, it's just not there. There's nothing for me to invest in. So I don't even get the privilege or, or to be able to say, oh, that, that love story, I don't like it. Because quite honestly, that love story had no flipping impact on me. And uh, it's... Well, no, I mean, I mean, up until this particular series, Yaz has had no impact as a character whatsoever. You know, I think after last year's New Year's Day, or I say this year's New Year's Day special, because <laughs> I keep thinking it was last year, it's actually this year, Yaz was determined to find the Doctor, and I think that that's when the, the seeds of this were were being sown. But again, it's, for me, it's just sort of come out of nowhere. It's, it's all like, we're just, it's like fan wish fulfilment. And that's a, that's a slippery slope to go down. Yep, yep. But I, I, I think that's evident in other areas of the script as well uh, i i think um chibnall wanted to experiment i think he's wanted to experiment with doctor mm. who since day one yeah and uh, and i think he absolutely has experimented but everything he has done so far has either fallen flat or not had the impact that i'm looking for uh, looking for in my doctor who there's a couple of exceptions which i'm really glad i'm able to say now but it's not flux i mean uh, it, well the angels episode i very much enjoyed yeah, yeah. but looking back it's fugitive of the jadoon uh parts of ascension of the cybermen you know all, all of this stuff stuff that featured uh, joe martin who was notable by her absence once again this evening yeah you know have, have been intriguing and interesting and i've gone back watched them again and i thought they are really good episodes yeah there is there is nothing here really I, I feel like, as a fan, I need to understand a plot, so I am going to have to go back and study this, but it's, it's it's only because I don't want there to be an episode that I really have got no way of describing its story to someone. Hmm. I felt the same way about Ghostlight. That that was broadcast, what, in 1989, I yeah. think? took me at least 20 years before I could tell someone what that plot was, and it feels like this is going to take possibly longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, James, but Ghostlight, I can't begin to explain that. Well, I probably could explain it. Whether I get it right or not is another matter entirely. That's the <laughs> and I've... Well, we'll have to do that. I think you've probably just, um, I think you just put an episode on the schedule there, <laughs> Phil. James and Phil, discuss the plot of Ghostlight. <laughs> Please don't make me do it. Don't make me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to have something positive to say because I think I, you know, I, I so would yeah. I. Um, and I've, I've got to be honest, I've really enjoyed Jodie Whittaker's performance throughout this the last six weeks. I, I thought she's had some better dialogue. Than, I'm still not liking the whole explain everything that's that's happening. You know, after you've seen there's it, a lot, a of, lot that. of that. There was a lot of that. Um, However, I think that's just a quirk of this particular Doctor. So I think, yeah. It, it, I think it's a quirk of this particular writer. Mm. I don't think, in fact, it's not that I don't think, I know there hasn't been a single actor who has played the Doctor who I have disliked their performance. No. I've, it, it, even, I mean, I, it took me a while to get into Matt Smith's performance and the way that he portrayed it, yeah, but yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, I did with McCoy. I, I have with Whittaker. It, it's not the performance. It's, if we were ever blighted with what we would define as a bad actor, <laughs> we'd end up retconning it anyway into that's just the way the Doctor is. It's the writing and it's the stories that have really kind of screwed up this time. Stories are paramount well that means i mean certain actors can can elevate rubbish dialogue really they, they can i'm gonna say now i think i'm gonna miss jodie whittaker when she leaves next year I, I really have got used to her to her doctor um it took me a while because 
as you said, the stories just haven't been strong enough. Not for me anyway. And there's a lot. I know there's, there's millions of fans out there who think it's you know the last few years have been absolutely fantastic. And fair play to them. If you've enjoyed the hell out of it, then that's all good. But that's you know everyone's got their own their own take on things. And I just think it's been a bit of a bumpy ride. But it's been no fault of Jodie Whittaker. It really hasn't. No, I, I, I don't think it has either. Um, I, I, I don't really miss doctors so much these days, whoever they are, even whether I really like them or not. And I do hear this occasionally. Oh, I'm going to miss David Tennant. I'm going to miss Matt Smith. I mean, I, I remember that being mm, said, Yeah. you know, uh, at the time. Uh, I don't think I've ever really missed them. I think it's because you can always go back and... You always know, watch uh, them again. Watch them again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know, I know. People say they miss the Doctor, you know, or a particular Doctor in new stories. Mm. I, I don't, I, I don't think I felt like that for a long time, to be honest. Um, I, so I'm not going to miss Whittaker. Uh, but I, I will certainly not miss this style of uh, storytelling. But again, we've got another three episodes yet, which are all presumably are going to be written by Chibnall. I am assuming the same. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, there we go then. Uh, and on that bright and cheery note, uh, dear listener, <laughs> we will head off to try and make sense of what we've just seen on screen once again, I'm sure. But uh, but the rest of the camper van will be back in a few days. I have a feeling that the American side of the DWP are all going to get together this time. Oh, I know okay. that was the plan. It may not pay off, <laughs> but uh, it may not come off because I think their schedules are terrible. Um, and very incompatible but I, I believe um, Drew, Brent and Michelle will be back midweek so make certain you check your feeds then I am, I'm reassured by Leeson that he and J&T have recovered enough uh, to come back and give give us their view as well um, you never know, they might both get ill again after that <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's lots of DWP goodness on its way over the next week or so and we will then bring uh, well probably two more episodes that will focus on season 13 and we've received loads of feedback we've alluded to but not really got into a great deal of uh, discussion about it uh, very quick shout out to Dash and Claire who have sent in I haven't told Phil this yet so this will be his reaction a 25 minute piece of audio feedback wow that's an episode <laughs> in itself there you are that, that, that's one of the two episodes covered for the rest of this year <laughs> well it's it's a podcast in itself um, and it, it's not something we're able to play in its entirety but I know Michelle's been listening to it and we will come back to you, Claire and Dash, on some of your theories. I just hope, actually, that um, now that you've seen episode six, the thought and care that you put into coming up with your theories and discussing them uh, together, if, if I'd done that, I would feel a bit cheated because... I, I much prefer your theories and outcomes. But yes, listeners, <laughs> we will be talking about your uh, your thoughts as well and uh, at, at some point when we've all calmed down and blood pressure has returned to normal then we will have a well may, maybe we'll try and get most of the camper van in the same room phil and you can edit that one How oh thank that? you very much <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so also if you'd like to contribute to our massive feedback special, um, don't forget to email us at feedback at the com. You can also contact us on Twitter at the DR Who Podcast, and also there is our Doctor uh, Podcast Facebook page as well. So please get writing. 
and join the conversations. Yes, and if you do want to send in some audio feedback, then two to three minutes. Do you hear that, Claire? Do you hear that? Two to three minutes, not 22 or 23 minutes. <laughs> but send that in any format to feedback at the Doctor Who podcast.com and we'll very much look forward to hearing what you think and including your views on the show. Phil, that's it. That's it. Another break, or at least a break until Christmas if we want it. How about that? Uh, that sounds quite good, actually. That, that's been, um, yeah, I, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like I, the last six weeks, that come, I've reached the end, and, and apart from talking to you guys the last six weeks, I feel a bit cheated. <laughs> yes, I can imagine, and especially given that you're on about five different podcasts. Days, <laughs> so it's an awful lot of time you've invested in talking about Doctor Who to feel cheated about I know exactly but as I said at the beginning I might feel different on a rewatch oh well we'll see drink a few beers and then watch it and then I'm sure you will feel a bit different anyway. yeah best, that's, are we saying that's the best way to watch Doctor Who drunk <laughs> At this particular point, yes. Um, <laughs> and on that note, dear listeners, it would appear we're off to our collective fridges um, and uh, we will speak to you again fairly soon, no doubt. Phil, great to speak to you. Bye for now. Bye for now. That was the Doctor Who Podcast, which you can find at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. If you have any feedback, please send it in to feedback at thedoctorwhopodcast.com Thank you for listening. Take care.
watches that doggy in the window the one with the waggly tail how much is that doggy in the window i do hope that doggy's for sale i must take a trip to california sweetheart alone If he has a dog he won't be lonesome And the doggy will have a good home How much is that doggy in the window The one with the waggly tail How much is that doggy in the window I do hope that doggy's for sale I read in the papers there are robbers with flashlights that shine in the dark My love needs a doggy to protect him and scare them away I don't want a bunny or a kitty I don't want a parrot that talks I don't want a bowl of little fishies He can't take a goldfish for a walk for sale.